0: Hello and welcome to Indica's episode number 169. I'm your host Aditya and along with me
1: I have Abhishek. Hello everyone. 169 by the way is the highest Once upon a time, highest score of Sachin Tendulkar against South Africa at Cape Town. I was in 8th standard. He was a captain. We lost.
0: He's still playing. He's still playing and probably he might continue playing until it becomes an Olympic sport.
1: Oh, yes. But that's the last sport that we should be talking about because it is the Olympics. Yes. Hey, Olympics. Did you
0: know there are very weird sports in Olympics? For example, there is a sport on BMX
1: bicycle riding. Yes. In fact, Great Britain won that last time. So why isn't Kabaddi in there? We have a world championship of Kabaddi, which India won last year. I think it was held in Mumbai. I think it, it might just get included one day. Like the 51 kgs flyweight boxing for women got included this time. So
0: Yeah, because it, it is part of the Commonwealth Games. So why not the Olympics?
1: Same thing with Taekwondo. It wasn't there until 2000. So the Koreans pushed it hard and it's there since. We just have to push a little hard. Talking about which we have a good number of people. Of course, you are not, you won't be too happy with the number of Indians who win, who have won the medals. Last time you had a little rant about how badly Indians do, but India has won four medals. As of 9th August, that is, as we are recording today, that's Gagan Narang. We spoke about him. 10 meter air rifle. He won the bronze. Vijay Kumar, silver and uh, then of course Mericom, the bronze in uh, boxing and sinan heval
0: just to give you a reference kazakhstan has more medals than we do i don't know who do we compare us against
1: we compare us against our own past performance which has been uh, illustrious to say the least but a couple of good things if you saw devendra yeah. singh he's a 20 year old from imphal he lost in the end he lost to a, a guy from ireland in the quarterfinals but he lost 1823 Vijendra Singh lost 13-17, again in the quarterfinals. In wrestling, Dita Fogart, just a couple of hours ago, she lost the silver medalist in Beijing. There have been close finishes. Maybe in the next Olympics, we might have a few more medals, maybe double than what we have right now. We have four.
0: You are trying to make arguments which are, we haven't done bad. I mean, there has to come a time where we say that this is not good enough and we need to do more.
1: You should listen to the commentators. The ESPN and Star, they have, since it's being beamed to India, so each time an Indian loses, they have to talk a little something nice about the the combat interface in wrestling or in boxing. So I think she has done a good job. She should be proud about it. And when a German does badly, I think it's a disappointing performance from this German. <laughs> so yeah, that is, I mean, that's <laughs> so a given. Is that? <laughs>
0: that's a, yeah,
1: exactly. The, that is how it's, it's just the, like in cricket, play. right? Until India won the 83 World Cup, what were we? Nowhere. If you compare cricket where India is doing reasonably well, we just won 4-1. We are at number two now in one-day internationals, number three in tests. You tell that to my dad, he would have laughed because back in 83, 82, we were nowhere. But then there was a whole machinery to get that sport, you know, up and going. So
0: I don't agree with you because we had a very good chance of getting three gold medals, which Sushil Kumar is yet to complete his event. That is another fourth medal hope, gold medal hope. And when a gold medal hope gets a bronze, I think...
1: Do you know the story of Sushil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I previous World Cup, yeah. what happened in the Olympics. He lost to the eventual gold medalist. So, there is a funda of a rapache in wrestling, wherein if you lose to a medalist, they say that since there are no seeds, unlike in uh-huh. tennis, we, you, you are unlucky to be fighting against the best guy. Okay. So, we'll give you another chance. And then he had to face three guys in an hour's time. He won the first one. People said, all right, let's see how he does in the next one. He won the second one. Suddenly he became a medal prospect. He didn't have a masseuse. So the, the Indian Federation head who the Wrestling Federation was sitting there in the in the crowd as a guest. He volunteered. So massage massage kia and then he went on to win the bronze. So what happens this year? See, since he won that bronze, we've got five people competing in wrestling, four in men's and and one in female. So there is a marginal improvement in at least the number of players that we are sending. There were 83 this time. We'll see. Let's just hope. What, what else can we can we do? Yes. Not for hockey though. We played five and lost five. And Michael Knobs is wondering. I was just going to do. say.
0: I was just going to say, and I I thought you would say that. You know, at least they managed to you know come into Olympics this time.
1: I had read this Forbes India cover story on Michael Knobs how he got. All the players into shape. I suddenly thought he would do what Dave Watmore did to Sri Lanka. And when Sri Lanka won the World Cup in 96 cricket. But we played five, we've lost five and some of them with some big margins.
0: Huge margins.
1: Let's talk about the mother of all races, my dear friend. It's called the 100-meter race.
0: Yes, please. Eventually, it turned out to be a team race, right? With, uh, uh, with Usain winning quite comfortably in the end.
1: In terms of the result, it turned out to be tame because everybody expected him. But do you know it's the fastest race ever run? Because seven out of those eight guys finished the race within 10 seconds. It has never happened before. And the the one who hobbled in the end, Asafa Powell from Jamaica, he he finished it in 11. And he's done it 79 times in the past. He's got the world record of finishing races within 10 seconds. But a new Olympic record, 9.63. And I don't believe how bold his antics before the before the
0: yeah they're rock stars
1: right? yeah man doesn't you it's like going for an exam the world's biggest exam and the margin for error is like 0.3 seconds 0.03 seconds absolutely and again we have the 200 meter race later tonight
0: and that's going to be the big one right there has been no, nobody who has defended their 100 and 200 meter title ever so it's going to be an interesting one if Bolt actually wins the 200. He finished his jog in 20 seconds in the heats. And it was actually a jog. He was actually looking behind. Where were all At The third guy, you know, Gatlin. He was good. And he was the winner of 100 meters eight years ago in Sydney.
1: Was he? He was out because of doping charges. For a good six years, he was out. Because his physio rubbed in some, you know, Vaseline, which was spiked with testosterone, steroids stuff. Oh, really? So he was out. And he came back and he, yeah, he won the bronze. Good for them. Good for them. And the Olympic has, uh, just before we go on to the next one, has got many firsts. Did you see Oscar Pistorius run the first 400-meter race, South African?
0: It's a double amputee, yeah. And then there is this a table tennis player who only has one hand. Right, have oh, you seen yeah, Have right. you seen that one? Yeah, yeah that, that's amazing too. She's Polish. Yeah. yeah, she's Polish and she refused all the television interviews that wanted to focus on her disability. She said that, right. dude, not
1: right now. Not right now, yeah. Another 54-year-old from Great Britain, won herself a gold in show jumping, the one with the horse. Oh, and I, the horse. See I, I think,
0: think that I don't know why they get the medals, frankly. No. I mean, I, I know they do they, they do a lot of work, but I, you right. got to give something to the horse as well. Right. And you shouldn't mm-hmm. be able to run with your horse. So imagine this guy on an Indian horse and batao.
1: just to make it slightly more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Those were the updates for
0: the moment. Yeah, we, we spent way much more time than we had anticipated on that one because I wanted the Curiosity Mars landing to be the main topic of this podcast. By the way, did you get a chance to see it live online?
1: No, no, I didn't see it live. I read a bit about it.
0: Even I didn't see it live. I saw a recorded version of the program. And it was amazing the way these space nerds, right, were almost crying after this thing landed on mars and i didn't think of it as a big deal but then when i actually read all the details and how complex the whole operation was
1: it, i cried no, no i I, mean, I was just
0: i was i was just happy and then i got it that you know dude i can understand the, those tears because it is one of this event is one of those things that can inspire A whole bunch of people to go into science or into space things. Many people say that that's how we got internet and all these great technology because of the space wars that happened. Watching someone land on moon pushed people to get into science. And this project is even larger than that, even bigger than that. Huge. It's huge, and it didn't cost as much, right? It costed only 2.5 billion dollars, which is a lot. It sounds lot, but then you got to take into consideration what they have done, right? So they. Actually, have sent a car, which is which is a one-ton car. They sent it to Mars, which travelled at peak speed was 13,200 miles per hour, which is 21,243 kilometers per hour ka speed pe, which is 17 times the speed of sound. Hold on, and it travelled what 352 million miles. Which translates to 566 million kilometers. That is half a billion kilometers.
1: And after all of that, it has to land.
0: It had to yeah. land and which it did. There was seven minutes of terror, quote unquote. And all this time, there are cameras that are taking pictures, but they would get those pictures only 14 minutes
1: later. In those, It's called the seven minutes of terror because the car from the atmosphere of Mars for it to land on the surface of the planet Mars, it took seven minutes. And again, it was flying at 13,000 miles per hour like Aditya just mentioned and it has to land in a way that it doesn't blow up so there was apparently an aerodynamic shield which was deployed it's going at 13,000 miles per hour it blew up at 1600 degrees cushioned the blow it slowed down but it slowed down only to a thousand miles per hour then they deployed a parachute it it is apparently the largest and the strongest supersonic parachute till date and it has to withstand as much as 65,000 pounds of force and you know how much does a parachute weigh just a hundred pounds. And wow. you're going at nine G speed. That is a Formula One race car driver, I think it's at 3G. a three G. A guy who throws that hammer in Olympics is again three G, it's nine G. In the end they got it down to two hundred miles per hour huh. and that still is not slow enough to land. So what they did, they cut out a huge just like they do in ship, when you have too much load on your ship, you jettison the ship by throwing away the cargo. Yeah. They threw out the the stuff that they didn't need. It was all part of the plan obviously. Some they got some rocket motors on, they got thrusters so in reverse the end, proper, yeah it, reverse through. yeah and then in the end it was time to land they couldn't land the whole thing because there was this rotor like you have it on on the top of a chopper it would create so much dust that it would eventually damage the equipment yeah so there was a small thread which 21 meter road, apparently, uh, rope apparently yeah. rope yeah which gently got it down and the thing which was hovering above Just like a Batmobile in in Dark Knight Rises, if you've seen it, just flew off to some other place altogether and boom, that's gone. The car will stay there two years snooping into rocks and figuring out whether or not there can be life on Mars. Just the landing bit was so complex. The job is yet to start. So it's amazing science.
0: Absolutely. And it's just mind blowing that they got the stuff there. There are 10 scientific instruments on it and it's going mm-hmm. to be collecting earth samples, soil samples to figure out what the composition is like and all those sort of things. It it basically is a mini laboratory there, right? Because they obviously can't okay. sell the s- s- soil back. So it is going to self-analyze, run mm-hmm. tests and send the reports back. And imagine you are getting all this data from Mars. <laughs> You know, it's exactly. like from Mars. I mean, we have trouble. I have trouble getting phone connection sometimes and my calls drop,
1: especially if you're on, on a flyover or especially a, on a flyover. Yeah.
0: Right. right. <laughs> so just compare that to the magnitude of what these guys are trying to do and all That's these cool. things done in two point five billion dollars so far. That's fantastic. So not just that it freaking tweets from there. How do they work that out? So, yeah. they, I mean, it is basically coming here and then there is a automated tweet that goes out. But NASA has done a fantastic job with public relations <laughs> and media communication here.
1: You bet. And they name, they name it very, you know, this is just like Independence Day and Armageddon. It's yeah. uh, the movies like these. It's named Curiosity. Yeah, it's we don't curiosity. know. We don't know what's up there. So we, we're curious about it. And I was talking to my colleague in office. I told him that, you know, man, engineers run the world after reading all of this. So another commerce colleague of mine, he says, no, man, engineers uh, don't know much about profitability. So but this guy says, yeah, but we create curiosity.
0: Ah. <laughs> if you're thinking, how did the the rover manage to get there? They basically had a nuclear reactor on in it. It had plutonium in it. And the NASA guys actually hadn't told anyone that um, if this would have failed and the launcher would have you know, for some reason burst into flames like it did with the Challenger I think mm-hmm. the last time, then all this plutonium would have come down and we have no idea as to what would have happened then.
1: So, so Kya, I kya? kya? I by the way, just, they are going uh, to stay they are they want to find uh, just curiosity, <laughs> kya hai exactly Mars pe, yeah exactly. I, I, so no, they want to find out if it has basic bare essentials for getting a life getting a life going.
0: I mean, it'll be awesome if an alien shows up there, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, that's just hoping for a bit much. Uh, but that'll be awesome. Yes. Uh, so, Hiroshima, Nagasaki, the bad use of technology uh, which America tried back 67 years ago on Japan when they bombed, Harry Truman gave the orders of bombing Hiroshima. Back in 1945, it happened, August 9th. 1,40,000 people.
1: Yeah, that was only because Japan thought it fit a week before the attack to fly their planes across continents, go to Pearl Harbor, just show Americans that, you know, we also exist. And then Americans said, all right, we get the point. We just dropped two bombs on there.
0: I don't know why they had to drop the second one, though.
1: Japan didn't surrender. Only after the second bomb bomb did Japan surrender. That's crazy. And Japan probably didn't know that. I don't think anybody knew about the nuclear bombs until they until Americans dropped them.
0: You know, there are these governments or these great scientists doing all these awesome things, except probably Hiroshima which Mejahua. Our government has decided to gift phones to poor families. UPA2 is suggesting that they will give away 6 million phones with 200 minutes talk time to all families who are below the poverty
1: line. And the scheme is called Her Hath Me Phone. Because the elections are up around the corner? What, what, what's it about?
0: Of course, I mean, elections are around the corner, 2014. Below poverty line is somewhere around 32 rupees a day they can spend on food. And this is a family. And you are giving them a phone, which first of all, they are going to sell off at the first instance. Second, they don't have electricity to, to charge the damn phone. And what happens after 200 minutes expire? Who even comes up? And then we are proud that our prime minister is an economist. It is that thing that bothers me. At some point, he should say that, guys, you are just asking too much of me right now with all these things, you know.
1: There was a Facebook um, picture going about. There is a beautiful Japanese young female in miniskirt looking at a robot. And there's another picture of Sonia Gandhi looking at Manmohan (laughs) Singh. That's it. That, that was the analogy. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, anyway, that's, that's, that's how it is. And
0: government is it's... going to be spending 7,000 crores on it, by the way.
1: Wow. That is $2 billion. Uh, equivalent of the Mars landing on rover. Sorry, oh. the rover landing on Mars. Yeah, it's equivalent of that. Yeah. Equivalent. I had not thought of it.
0: So those were the topics that we
1: had. Yeah, go, go log on to the Com Comment.
0: If you have any things to say to us, please, um, the email address is theindicars.com the or just leave a Facebook comment on the Facebook page. Until next time, bye-bye.